0: The Emerald Tablets of Thoth the Atlantean by Doriel An adult brain audiobook production read by Graham Dunlop Preface to the original The Emerald Tablets of Thoth the Atlantean The history of the tablets translated in the following pages is strange and beyond the belief of modern scientists. Their antiquity is stupendous, dating back some 36,000 years B.C. The writer is Thoth, an Atlantean priest-king, who founded a colony in ancient Egypt after the sinking of the mother country. He was the builder of the Great Pyramid of Giza, erroneously attributed to Cheops. See the Great Pyramid by Doriel. In it he incorporated his knowledge of the ancient wisdom, and also securely secreted records and instruments of ancient Atlantis. For some 16,000 years he ruled the ancient race of Egypt, from approximately 50,000 B.C. to 36,000 B.C. At that time, the ancient barbarous race among which he and his followers had settled had been raised to a high degree of civilization. Thoth was an immortal, that is, he had conquered death, passing only when he willed and even then not through death. His vast wisdom made him ruler over the various Atlantean colonies, including the ones in South and Central America. When the time came for him to leave Egypt, he erected the Great Pyramid over the entrance to the great halls of Amenti, placed it in his records, and appointed guards for his secrets from among the highest of his people. In later times, the descendants of these guards became the Pyramid Priests, by which Thoth was deified as the God of Wisdom, the Recorder, by those in the Age of Darkness, which followed his passing. In legend, the halls of Amenti became the underworld, the halls of the gods, where the soul passed after death for judgment. During later ages, the ego of Thoth passed into the bodies of men in the manner described in the tablets. As such, he incarnated three times, and his last being known as Hermes, the thrice-born. In this incarnation, he left the writings known to modern occultists as the Emerald Tablets, a later and a far lesser exposition of the ancient mysteries. The tablets translated in this work are ten which were left in the Great Pyramid in the custody of the Pyramid Priests. The ten are divided into thirteen parts for the sake of convenience. The last two are so great and far-reaching in their import that at present it is forbidden to release them to the world at large. However, and those contained herein are secrets which will prove of inestimable value to the serious student. They should be read, not once, but a hundred times, for only thus can the true meaning be revealed. A casual reading will give glimpses of beauty, but more intensive study will open avenues of wisdom to the seeker. But now a word as to how these mighty secrets came to be revealed to modern man after being hidden so long. Some 1,300 years BC, Egypt, the ancient Kem, was in turmoil and many delegations of priests were sent to other parts of the world. Among these were some of the pyramid priests who carried with them the emerald tablets as a talisman by which they could exercise authority over the less advanced priestcraft of races descended from other Atlantean colonies. The tablets were understood from legend to give the bearer authority from Thoth. The particular group of priests bearing the tablets emigrated to South America where they found a flourishing race, the Mayas, who remembered much of the ancient wisdom. Among these, the priests settled and remained. In the 10th century, the Mayas had thoroughly settled the Yucatan, and the tablets were placed beneath the altar of one of the great temples of the sun god. After the conquest of the Mayas by the Spaniards, the cities were abandoned and the treasures of the temples forgotten. It should be understood that the Great Pyramid of Egypt has been and still is a temple of the initiation into the Mysteries. Jesus, Solomon, Apollonius, and others were initiated there. The writer, who has a connection with the Great White Lodge, which also works through the Pyramid Priesthood, was instructed to recover and return to the Great Pyramid, the ancient tablets. This, after adventures which need not be detailed here, was accomplished. Before returning them, he was given permission to translate and retain a copy of the wisdom engraved on the tablets. This was done in 1925, and only now has permission been given for part to be published. It is expected that many will scoff, yet the true student will read between the lines and gain wisdom. If the light is in you, the light which is engraved in these tablets will respond. Now, a word as to the material aspect of the tablets. They consist of 12 tablets of emerald green, formed from a substance created through alchemical transmutation. They are imperishable, resistant to all elements and substances. In effect, the atomic and cellular structure is fixed, no change ever taking place. In this respect, they violate the material law of ionization. Upon them are engraved characters in the ancient Atlantean language, characters which respond to attuned thought waves releasing the associated mental vibration in the mind of the reader. The tablets are fastened together with hoops of golden-colored alloy suspended from a rod of the same material. So much for the material appearance. The wisdom contained therein is the foundation of the ancient mysteries. And for the one who reads with open eyes and mind, his wisdom shall be increased a hundredfold. Read. Believe it or not, but read. Read and the vibration found therein will awaken a response in your soul. In Cosmic Harmony, Doriel, Supreme Voice of the Brotherhood Introduction to the Original and Interpretation of the Emerald Tablets. In the following pages I will reveal some of the mysteries which as yet have only been touched upon lightly either by myself or other teachers or students of truth. Man's search for understanding of the laws which regulate his life has been unending. Yet always, just beyond the veil which shields the higher planes from material man's vision, the truth has existed, ready to be assimilated by those who enlarge their vision by turning inward, not outward, in their search. In the silence of material senses lies the key to the unveiling of wisdom. He who talks does not know, he who knows does not talk. The highest knowledge is unutterable, for it exists as an entity in lanes which transcend all material words or symbols. All symbols are but keys to doors leading to truths, and many times the door is not open because the key seems so great that the things which are beyond it are not visible. If we can understand that all keys, all material symbols, are manifestations, are but extensions of a great law and truth, we will begin to develop the vision which will enable us to penetrate beyond the veil. All things in all universes move according to law, and the law which regulates the movement of the planets is no more immutable than the law which regulates the material expressions of man. One of the greatest of all cosmic laws is that which is responsible for the formation of man as a material being. The great aim of the mystery schools of all ages has been to reveal the workings of the law which connect man the material and man the spiritual. The connecting link between the material man and the spiritual man is the intellectual man, for the mind partakes of both the material and the immaterial qualities. The aspirant for higher knowledge must develop the intellectual side of his nature and so strengthen his will that is able to concentrate all powers of his being on and in the plane he desires. The great search for light, life, and love only begins on the material plane. Carried to its ultimate, its final goal is complete openness with the universal consciousness. The foundation in the material is the first step. Then comes the higher goal of spiritual attainment. In the following pages, I will give an interpretation of the emerald tablets and their secret, hidden, and esoteric meanings. Concealed in the words of Thoth are many meanings that do not appear on the surface. Light of knowledge brought to bear upon the tablets will open many new fields for thought. Read and be wise. But only if the light of your own consciousness awakens the deep-seated understanding, which is an inherent quality of the soul. In the Threefold Light Dorial Emerald Tablet 1 The History of Thoth, the Atlantean I, Thoth, the Atlantean, master of mysteries, keeper of records, mighty king, magician, living from generation to generation, being about to pass into the halls of Amenti, set down for the guidance of those that are to come after, these records of the mighty wisdom of great Atlantis. In the great city of Kior on the island of Undal in a time far past, I began this incarnation. Not as the little men of the present age did the mighty ones of Atlantis live and die, but rather from aeon to aeon did they renew their life in the halls of Amenti, where the river of life flows eternally onward. A hundred times ten have I descended the dark way that led into light, and as many times have I ascended from the darkness into the light my strength and power renewed. Now for a time I descend, and the men of Chem shall know me no more, But in a time yet unborn will I rise again, mighty and potent, requiring an accounting of those left behind me. Then beware, O men of Chem, if ye have falsely betrayed my teaching, for I shall cast ye down from your high estate into the darkness of the caves from whence ye came. Betray not my secrets to the men of the north or the men of the south, lest my curse fall upon ye. Remember and heed my words. For surely will I return again, and require of thee that which ye guard. Aye, even from beyond time, and from beyond death, will I return, rewarding or punishing, as ye have requited your trust. Great were my people in the ancient days, great beyond the conception of the little people now around me. Knowing the wisdom of old, seeking far within the heart of infinity knowledge that belonged to earth's youth, Wise were we with the wisdom of the children of light who dwelt among us. Strong were we with the power drawn from the eternal fire. And of all these, greatest among the children of men was my father, thought me, keeper of the great temple, link between the children of light who dwelt within the temple and the races of men who inhabited the ten islands. Mouthpiece, after the three, of the dweller of Unal, speaking to the kings with a voice that must be obeyed. Grew I there from a child into manhood, being taught by my father the elder mysteries, until in time there grew within the fire of wisdom, until it burst into a consuming flame. Not desired I but the attainment of wisdom. Until a great day the command came from the dweller of the temple, that I be brought before him. Few there were among the children of men who looked upon that mighty face and lived. For not as the sons of men are the children of light when they are not incarnate in a physical body. Chosen was I from the sons of men, taught by the dweller so that his purposes might be fulfilled, purposes yet unborn in the womb of time. Long ages I dwelt in the temple, learning ever and yet ever more wisdom, until I too approached the light emitted from the great fire. Taught me he the path to Amenti, the underworld where the great king sits upon his throne of might. Deep I bowed in homage before the lords of life and the lords of death, receiving as my gift the key of life. Free was I of the halls of Amenti, bound not by death to the circle of life. Far to the stars I journeyed until space and time became as naught. Then, having drunk deep of the cup of wisdom, I looked into the hearts of men, and there found I greater mysteries, and was glad. For only in the search for truth could my soul be stilled, and the flame within be quenched. Down through the ages I lived, seeing those around me taste of the cup of death, and return again in the light of life. Gradually, from the kingdoms of Atlantis passed waves of consciousness that had been one with me only to be replaced by spawn of lower star. In obedience to the law, the word of the master grew into flower. Downward into darkness turned the thoughts of the Atlanteans, until at last, in his wrath, arose from his aguanti, the dweller. This word has no English equivalent. It means a state of detachment. Speaking the word, calling the power. Deep in earth's heart, the sons of Amenti heard, and hearing directed the changing of the flower of fire that burns eternally, changing and shifting, using the logos until that great fire changed its direction. Over the world then broke the great waters, drowning and sinking, changing earth's balance until only the temple of light was left standing on the great mountain of Undal, still rising out of the water. Some there were who were living, saved from the rush of the fountains. Called to me then the master, saying, Gather ye together my people, take them by the arts ye have learned of far across the waters, until ye reach the land of the hairy barbarians dwelling in caves of the desert. Follow there the plan that ye know of. Gathered I then my people, and entered the great ship of the Master. Upward we rose into the morning. Dark beneath us lay the temple. Suddenly over it rose the waters, vanished from earth until the time appointed was the great temple. Fast we fled toward the sun of the morning, until beneath us lay the land of the children of Kem. Raging, they came with cudgels and spears lifted in anger, seeking to slay and utterly destroy the sons of Atlantis. Then raised I my staff, and directed a ray of vibration, striking them still in their tracks as fragments of stone of the mountain. Then spoke I to them in words calm and peaceful, telling them of the might of Atlantis. Saying we were children of the sun and its messengers. Cowed I them by my display of magic science, until at my feet they groveled when I released them. Long dwelt we in the land of Chem, long and yet long again, until obeying the commands of the Master, who while sleeping yet lives eternally, I sent from me the sons of Atlantis, sent them in many directions, that from the womb of time wisdom might rise again in her children. Long time dwelt I in the land of Kem, doing great works by the wisdom within me. Upward grew into the light of knowledge the children of Kem, watered by the rains of my wisdom. Blasted I then a path to Amenti, so that I might retain my powers, living from age to age a son of Atlantis, keeping the wisdom, preserving the records. Great grew the sons of Kem, conquering the people around them, growing slowly upwards in soul force. Now for a time I go from among them into the dark halls of Amenti, deep in the halls of the earth, before the lords of the powers, face to face once again with the dweller. Raised I high over the entrance, a doorway, a gateway leading down to Amenti. Few there would be with courage to dare it, few pass the portal to dark Amenti. Raised over the passage, I, a mighty pyramid, using the power that overcomes earth force, gravity. Deep and yet deeper placed I a force-house or chamber. From it I carved a circular passage, reaching almost to the great summit. There, in the apex, set I the crystal, sending the ray into the time-space, drawing the force from out of the ether, concentrating upon the gateway to Amenti. See the Great Pyramid by Doriel. Other chambers I built and left vacant to all seeming, yet hidden within them, are the keys to Amenti. He who in charge would dare the dark realms, let him be purified first by long fasting. Lie in the sarcophagus of stone in my chamber, then to reveal I to him the great mysteries. Soon shall he follow to where I shall meet him, even in the darkness of earth shall I meet him. I, Thoth, the Lord of Wisdom, meet him and hold him and dwell with him always. Built I the great pyramid— patterned after the pyramid of earth force, burning eternally so that it, too, might remain through the ages. In it I built my knowledge of magic science so that it might be here when again I return from Amenti. I, while I sleep in the halls of Amenti, my soul, roaming free, will incarnate, dwell among men in this form or another. Hermes, thrice born. Emissary on earth am I of the dweller. Fulfilling his commands so man might be lifted. Now return I to the halls of Amenti, Leaving behind me some of my wisdom. Preserve ye, and keep ye the command of the dweller. Lift ever upwards your eyes towards the light. Surely in time ye are one with master, Surely by right ye are one with the master, Surely by right ye are one with the all. Now I depart from ye, know my commandments, Keep them and be them, And I will be with you, helping and guiding you into the light. Now before me opens the portal. Go I down in the darkness of night. Emerald Tablet 3 The Key of Wisdom I, Thoth, the Atlantean, give of my wisdom, give of my knowledge, give of my power. Freely I give to the children of men. Give that they too might have wisdom to shine through the world from the veil of the night. Wisdom is power, and power is wisdom, one with each other, perfecting the whole. Be thou not proud, O man, in thy wisdom. Discourse with the ignorant as well as the wise. If one comes to thee full of knowledge, listen and heed, for wisdom is all. Keep thou not silent when evil is spoken, for truth like sunlight shines above all. He who oversteppeth the law shall be punished, for only through law comes the freedom of men. Follow thine heart during thy lifetime, do thou more than is commanded of thee. When thou hast gained riches, follow thou thine heart, for all these are of no avail if thine heart be weary. Diminish thou not the time of following thine heart, it is a board of the soul. They that are guided go not astray but they that are lost cannot find a straight path. If thou go among men, make for thyself, love thy beginning and end of the heart. If one cometh unto thee for counsel, let him speak freely, that the thing for which he hath come to thee may be done. If he hesitates to open his heart to thee, it is because thou, the judge, doeth the wrong. Repeat thou not extravagant speech, neither listen thou to it, For it is the utterance of one not in equilibrium. Speak thou not of it, so that he before thee may know wisdom. Silence is of great profit, and abundance of speech profiteth nothing. Exalt not thine heart above the children of men. Let it be brought lower than the dust. If thou be great among men, be honoured for knowledge and gentleness. If thou seeketh to know the nature of a friend... Ask not his companion, but pass a time alone with him. Debate with him, testing his heart by his words and his bearing. That which goeth into the storehouse must come forth, and the things that are thine must be shared with a friend. Knowledge is regarded by the fool as ignorance, and the things that are profitable are to him hurtful. He liveth in death, it is therefore his food. The wise man lets his heart overflow, but keeps silent his mouth. O man, list to the voice of wisdom, list to the voice of light. Mysteries there are in the cosmos that unveiled fill the world with their light. Let he who would be free from the bonds of darkness first divine the material from the immaterial, the fire from the earth. For know ye that as earth descends to earth... So also fire ascends unto fire and becomes one with fire. He who knows the fire that is within himself shall ascend unto the eternal fire and dwell in it eternally. Fire, the inner fire, is the most potent of all force, for it overcometh all things and penetrates to all things of the earth. Man supports himself only on that which resists, so earth must resist man else he existeth not. All eyes do not see with the same vision. For to one an object appears of one form and color, and to a different eye of another. So also the infinite fire, changing from color to color, is never the same from day to day. Thus speak I, Thoth, of my wisdom. For man is a fire burning bright through the night. Never is quenched in the veil of the darkness. Never is quenched by the veil of the night. Hark ye, O man, and list to this wisdom. Where do name and form cease? Only in consciousness, invisible, and infinite force of radiance bright. The forms that ye create by brightening thy vision are truly effects that follow thy cause. Man is a star bound to a body, until in the end he is freed through his strife. Only struggle and toiling thy utmost shall the star within thee bloom out in the new life. He who knows the commencement of all things free is his star from the realms of night. Remember, O man, that all which exists is only another form of that which exists not. Everything that has being is passing into yet another being, and thou thyself are not an exception. Consider the law, for all is law. Seek not that which is not of the law, for such exists only in the illusions of the senses. Wisdom cometh to all her children, even as they cometh unto wisdom. All through the ages the light has been hidden. Awake, O man, and be wise. Deep in the mysteries of life have I travelled, seeking and searching for that which is hidden. List ye, O man, and be wise. Far neath the earth-crust, in the halls of Amenti, mysteries I saw that are hidden from men. Oft have I journeyed the deep-hidden passage— Looked on the light that is life among men. there neath the flowers of life ever living, Searched I the hearts and the secrets of men. Found I that man is but living in darkness, Light of the great fire is hidden within. Before the lords of the hidden amenti Learned I the wisdom I give unto men. Masters are they of the great secret wisdom, Brought from the future of infinity's end. Seven are they, the lords of Amenti, overlords, they are the children of morning, son of the cycles, masters of wisdom. Formed are not they as the children of men, three, four, five, and six, seven, eight, nine are the titles of the masters of men. Far from the future, formless yet forming, came they as teachers for the children of men. Live they forever yet not of the living, bound not to life, and yet free from death. Rule they forever with infinite wisdom, bound yet not bound to the dark halls of death. Life they have in them, yet life that is not life, free from all, are the lords of the all. Forth from them came forth the Logos, instruments, they of the power over all. Vast is their countenance, yet hidden in smallness, formed by a forming, known yet unknown, Three holds the key of all hidden magic, creator he of the halls of the dead, sending forth power, shrouding with darkness, binding the souls of the children of men, sending the darkness, binding the soul force, director of negative to the children of men. Four is he who loses the power, lord he of life to the children of men. Light is his body, flame is his countenance, freer of souls to the children of men. 5. Is the master, the lord of all magic, key to the word that resounds among men. 6. Is the lord of light, the hidden pathway, part of the souls of the children of men. 7. Is he who is lord of the vastness, master of space and the key of the times. 8. Is he who orders the progress, weighs and balances the journey of men. Thine is the Father, vast He of countenance, forming and changing from out of the formless. Meditate on the symbols I give thee. Keys are they, though hidden from men. Reach ever upward, O soul of the morning. Turn thy thoughts upward, to light and to life. Find in the key of the numbers I bring thee light on the pathway from life unto life. Seek ye with wisdom, turn thy thoughts inward. Close not thy mind to the flower of light. Place in thy body a thought-formed picture. Think of the numbers that lead thee to life. Clear is the pathway to he who has wisdom. Open the door to the kingdom of light. Pour forth thy flame as a sun of the morning. Shut out the darkness and live in the day. Take thee, O man, as part of thy being, the seven who are but are not as they seem. Opened, O man. Have I my wisdom, follow the path in the way I have led. Masters of wisdom, son of the morning, light and life to the children of men. Emerald Tablet 4 The Spaceborn List ye, O man, to the voice of wisdom, list to the voice of both the Atlantean, Freely I give to thee of my wisdom, gathered from the time and space of this cycle. Master of mysteries, son of the morning, Thoth, the teacher of men, is of all. Long time ago, I in my childhood lay neath the stars on long-buried Atlantis, dreaming of mysteries far above men. Then in my heart grew there a great longing to conquer the pathway that led to the stars. Year after year I sought after wisdom, seeking new knowledge following the way, until at last my soul in great travail broke from its bondage and bounded away. Free was I from the bondage of earth-men. Free from the body I flashed through the night. Unlocked at last for me was the star-space. Free was I from the bondage of night. Now to the end of space sought I wisdom, far beyond knowledge of finite man. Far into space my soul travelled freely into infinity's circle of light. Strange beyond knowledge were some of the planet's great and gigantic beyond dreams of men. Yet found I law in all its beauty working through and among them as here among men. Flashed forth my soul through infinity's beauty, far through space I flew with my thoughts. Rested I there on a planet of beauty, strange of harmony filled all the air. Shapes there were, moving in order, great and majestic as stars in the night. Mounting in harmony, ordered equilibrium, symbols of the cosmic, like unto law. Many of the stars I passed in my journey, many the races of men on their worlds, some reaching high as stars of the morning, some falling low in the blackness of night each and all of them struggling upward, gaining the heights and plumbing the depths, moving at times in realms of brightness, living through darkness, gaining the light. Know, O man, that light is thine heritage. Know that darkness is only a veil. Sealed in thine heart is brightness eternal, waiting the moment of freedom to conquer, waiting to rend the veil of the night. Some I found who had conquered the ether, Free of space were they, while yet they were men, using the force that is the foundation of all things. Far in space constructed they a planet, drawn by the force that flows through the all, condensing, coalescing the ether into forms that grew as they willed. Outstripping in science, they of all races, mighty in wisdom, sons of the stars. Long time I paused, watching their wisdom saw them create from out of the ether cities gigantic of rose and gold, formed forth from the primal element base of all matter, the ether far-flung. Far in the past they had conquered the ether, freed themselves from the bondage of toil, formed in their mind only a picture and swiftly created it grew. Forth then my soul sped throughout the cosmos, seeing ever new things and old, learning that man is truly space-born, a son of the sun, a child of the stars. Know ye, O man, whatever form ye inhabit, surely it is one with the stars. bodies are nothing but planets revolving around their central suns. When ye have gained the light of all wisdom, free shall ye be to shine in the ether, one of the suns that light outer darkness, one of the space-born grown into light. Just as the stars in time lose their brilliance, light passing from them into the great source. So, O man, thy soul passes onward, leaving behind the darkness of night. Formed forth ye from the primal ether, filled with the brilliance that flows from the source, bound by the ether coalesce around, yet ever it flames until at last it is free. Lift up your flame from out of the darkness, fly from day-night, and ye shall be free. Traveled I through the space-time, knowing my soul at last was set free, knowing that now might I pursue wisdom, until at last I passed to a plane, hidden from knowledge, not known to wisdom, extension beyond all that we know. Now, O oh man, when I had this knowing, happy my soul grew, for now I was free." Listen, ye space-born, list to my wisdom, know ye not that ye too will be free. List ye again, O man, to my wisdom, that hearing ye too might live and be free. Not of the earth are ye earthy, but child of the infinite cosmic light. Now to ye I give knowledge, freedom to walk in the path I have trod, showing ye truly how by my striving I trod the path that leads to the stars. Hark ye, O man, and know of thy bondage. Know how to free thyself from the toils. Out of the darkness shall ye rise upward, one with the light and one with the stars. Follow ye ever the path of wisdom. Only by this can ye rise from below. Ever man's destiny leads him onward into the curves of infinity's all. Know ye, O man, that all space is ordered. Only by order are ye one with the all. Order and balance are the law of the cosmos, follow and ye shall be one with the all. He who would follow the pathway of wisdom, open must be to the flower of life, extending his consciousness out of the darkness, flowing through time and space in the all. Deep in the silence first ye must linger until at last ye are free from desire, free from the longing to speak in the silence. Conquer by silence the bondage of words, abstaining from eating until ye have conquered desire for food. That is bondage of soul. Then lie ye down in the darkness, close ye your eyes from the rays of the light. Center thy soul force in the place of thine consciousness, shaking it free from the bonds of the night. Place in thy mind, place the image thou desireth, picture the place thou desireth to see. Vibrate back and forth with thy power. Loosen the soul from out of its night. Fiercely must thou shake with all of thy power until at last thy soul shall be free. Mighty beyond words is the flame of the cosmic, hanging in planes, unknown to man. Mighty and balanced, moving in order, music of harmonies far beyond man. Speaking with music, singing with color, flame from the beginning of eternity's all. Spark of the flame art thou, O my children, burning with color and living with music. List to the voice, and thou shalt be free. Consciousness free is fused with the cosmic, one with the order and the law of all. Knew ye not, man, that out of the darkness light shall flame forth a symbol of all? Pray ye this prayer for attaining of wisdom. Pray for the coming of light to the all. Mighty spirit of light that shines through the cosmos, draw my flame closer in harmony to thee. Lift up my fire from out of the darkness, magnet of fire that is one with the all. Lift up my soul, thou mighty and potent, child of the light, turn not away. Draw me in power to melt in thy furnace, one with all things and all things in one. Fire of the life strain and one with the brain. When ye have freed thy soul from its bondage, know that for ye the darkness is gone. Ever through space ye may seek wisdom, bound not by fetters forged in flesh. Onward and upward into the morning, free flash, O soul, to the realms of light. Move thou in order, move thou in harmony. Freely shalt move with the children of light. Seek ye and know ye my key of wisdom. Thus, O man, ye shall surely be free." Emerald Tablet 5, The Dweller of Unal Oft dream I of buried Atlantis, Lost in the ages that have passed into night. Aeon on aeon thou existed in beauty, A shining through the darkness of night. Mighty in power, ruling the earth-born, Lord of the earth in Atlantis his day. King of the nations, master of wisdom, Light through sun-tall, keeper of the way. Dweller in his temple, the master of Unal, light of the earth in Atlantis' day. Master he, from a cycle beyond us, living in bodies as one among men. Not as the earthborn. he, from beyond us, son of a cycle, advanced beyond men. Know ye, old man, that Horlet, the master, was never one with the children of men. Far in the past time when Atlantis first grew as a power, Appeared there one with the key of wisdom, showing the way of light to all. Showed he to all men the path of attainment, way of the light that flows among men, mastering darkness, leading the man's soul upward to heights that were one with the light. Divided the kingdoms he into sections. Ten were they ruled by the children of men. Upon another built he a temple, built but not by the children of men. Out of the ether called he its substance, molded and formed by the power of Tolan into the forms he built with his mind. Mile upon mile it covered the island, space upon space it grew in its might. Black yet not black, but dark like the space-time, deep in its heart the essence of light. Swiftly the temple grew into being, molded and shaped by the word of the dweller, called from the formless into a form. Builded he then within it great chambers, filled them with forms called forth from the ether, filled them with wisdom called forth by his mind. Formless was he within his temple, yet was he formed in the image of man, dwelling among them, yet not of them. Strange and far different was he from the children of men. Chose he then from among the people three who became his gateway. Chose he the three from the highest to become his links with Atlantis, messengers they who carried his counsel to the kings of the children of men. Brought he forth others and taught them wisdom, teachers they to the children of men. Placed he them on the island of Undal to stand as teachers of light to men. Each of those who were thus chosen taught must he be for years five and ten. Only thus could he have understanding to being light to the children of men. Thus there came into being the temple, a dwelling place for the master of man. I, Thoth, have ever sought wisdom, searching in darkness and searching in light. Long in my youth I travelled the pathway, seeking ever new knowledge to gain. Until after much striving, one of the three to me brought the light. Brought he to me the commands of the dweller called me from darkness into the light. Brought he me before the dweller, deep in the temple before the great fire. There on the great throne beheld I the dweller, clothed with the light and flashing with fire. Down I knelt before that great wisdom, feeling the light flowing through me in waves. Heard I then the voice of the dweller, O darkness, come into the light, long have ye sought the pathway to the light. Each soul on earth that loosens its fetters shall soon be made free from the bondage of night. Forth from the darkness have ye arisen, closer approach the light of your goal. Here ye shall dwell as one of my children, keeper of records, gathered by wisdom, instrument thou of the light from beyond. Ready be thou made to do what is needed, preserver of wisdom through the ages of darkness, that shall come fast on the children of men. Live thee here, and drink of all wisdom. Secrets and mysteries unto thee shall unveil. Then answered I the master of cycles, saying, O light that descended to men, give thou to me of thy wisdom that I might be a teacher of men. Give thou of thy light that I may be free. Spoke then to me again the master. Age after age shall ye live through your wisdom." I, when o'er Atlantis the ocean waves roll, holding the light through hidden in darkness, ready to come whenever thou shalt call, go thee now, and learn greater wisdom, grow thou through light to infinities all. Long then dwelt I in the temple of the dweller, until at last I was one with the light. Followed I then the path to the star plains, followed I then the pathway to light, Deep into earth's heart I followed the pathway, learning the secrets below as above. Learning the pathway to the halls of Amenti, learning the law that balances the world. To earth's hidden chambers pierced I by my wisdom, deep through the earth's crust, into the pathway, hidden for ages from the children of men. Unveiled before me evermore wisdom until I reached a new knowledge, found that all is part of an all great and yet greater than all that we know. Searching I infinity's heart through the ages, deep and yet deeper, more mysteries I found. Now as I look back through the ages, know I that wisdom is boundless, ever grown greater throughout the ages, one with infinity greater than all. Light there was in ancient Atlantis, yes, darkness too was hidden in all fell from the light into the darkness, some who had risen to heights among men. Proud they became because of their knowledge, proud were they of their place among men. Deep-delved they into the forbidden, opened the gateway that led to below. Sought they to gain ever more knowledge, but seeking to bring it up from below. He who descends below must have balance, else he is bound by the lack of our light." Opened they then, by their knowledge, pathways forbidden to man. But in his temple, all-seeing, the dweller lay in his aguanti, which through Atlantis his soul roamed free. Saw he the Atlanteans, by their magic, opened the gateway that would bring to earth a great woe. Fast fled his soul then back to his body. Up he rose from his aguanti. Called he and the three mighty messengers gave the commands that shattered the world. Deep neath earth's crust to the halls of Amenti swiftly descended the dweller. Called he then on the powers of the seven lords wielded. Changed the earth's balance. Down sank Atlantis beneath the dark waves. Shattered the gateway that had been opened. Shattered the doorway that led down below. All of the islands were shattered except Unal and part of the island of the sons of the dweller. Preserved he them to be the teachers, lights on the path for those to come after, lights for the lesser children of man. Called he then, I Thoth, before him, gave me commands for all I should do, saying, Take thou, Thoth, all of your wisdom, take all your records, take all your magic, go thou forth preserving the records until in time light grows among men. Light shall thou be all through the ages, hidden yet found by enlightened men. Over all earth, give we ye power. Free thou to give or take it away. Gather thou now the sons of Atlantis. Take them and flee to the people of the rock caves. Fly to the land of the children of Chem. Then gathered I the sons of Atlantis. Into the spaceship I brought all my records. Brought the records of sunken Atlantis. Gathered I all of my powers, instruments, many of mighty magic. Up then we rose on wings of the morning, high we rose above the temple, leaving behind the three and dweller, deep in the halls neath the temple. Down neath the waves sank the great temple, closing the pathway to the lords of the cycles, yet ever to him who is knowing, open shall be the path to Amenti. Fast fled we, on the wings of the morning, fled to the land of the children of Kem. There by my power I conquered and ruled them, raised I to light the children of Kem. Deep neath the rocks I buried my spaceship, waiting the time when man might be free. Over the spaceship erected a marker in the form of a lion, yet like unto man. There neath the image rests yet my spaceship, forth to be brought when need shall arise. Know ye, O man, that far in the future invaders shall come from out of the deep. Then awake, ye who have wisdom, bring forth my ship and conquer with ease. Deep neath the image lies my secret. Search and find in the pyramid I built. Each to the other is the keystone, each the gateway that leads into life. Follow the key I leave behind me. Seek and the doorway to life shall be thine. Seek thou in my pyramid deep in the passage that ends in a wall. Use thou the key of the seven, and open to thee the pathway will fall. Now unto thee I have given my wisdom, now unto thee I have given my way. Follow the pathway, solve thou my secrets, unto thee I have shown the way. Thank you for listening to this sample. To continue listening to this book and for access to all of our other full audiobooks, please subscribe for seven seventy seven dollars per month. Go to adultbrain.ca or follow the link in the show notes. This will be a completely separate podcast with a new RSS feed and will have all the titles from this feed as well. Thank you for your help and support in bringing rare and forgotten books to audio for the world.